Judy Ray, and welcome to Wild Woman Wisdom. Well, I hope if you have an inner critic, you're taming yours too. Uh, When I was preparing for today's show and deciding what I wanted to talk about, I thought I would just start from right where I am today. Yeah, I'm feeling better about the pandemic. It feels like we may be coming out of a, a very dark time. Having more light makes me feel hopeful. I I know it's probably just psychological, but the fact that daylight saving has started is something I look forward to all year. And I know we've been told that it's not necessarily a good thing for us to jump forward, but it makes me feel better, especially with a heavy heart. Many of us are carrying around with the atrocities going on in the Ukraine. Once again, we are being asked to come together for the good of all. And maybe this time we'll do a better job of that. It is clear the world is changing, and I don't know about you, but most of us don't do that well with change. A few months ago, I felt like I hit a wall. I'm not feeling that anymore, and my wish is that any of you that were having that experience have jumped over that wall as well. When I checked in with a few of my friends who are therapists and energy workers who just a few months ago told me they were feeling the same way as me, plus a a Sunday New York Times front page of the business section also confirmed that people all across the country were having that experience of hitting the wall at that time. But speaking to them recently, they said other than being incredibly sad and upset about the war, they no longer felt they were hitting a wall. They felt like the wall came down and they told me they were feeling more freedom and a sense of relief that at the moment the pandemic seems to be more manageable. Perhaps we are all being asked to dive deeper, to find the resources within ourselves to help us get past this current situation and leave us with more resilience when this is over, because whether we like it or not, some things just have changed probably forever. I'm not sure that I have anything new to add to this conversation, but I'm just going to share what I've been guided to do for myself. Lately, I have been seeing the words in my mind's eye in bold neon letters flashing, inside job, inside job, inside job. I'm interpreting that to mean what we've all heard over the years from many different spiritual practices, and that is that we have the answers. We have all of the answers that are right for us inside of us, not outside of us. You know, we've all heard the old adage, know thyself. Now, that doesn't mean that we can't learn from others or be guided by their insights. We certainly do, and sometimes we need a little help. Well, what I've learned is something I think I've always known, and that is what brings me back to my center and has always been there for me is nature, time in nature. No big surprise there. But sometimes, even though we know something is good for us, that doesn't mean we always do it, especially if we're feeling a bit depressed or anxious. It's easy for apathy to set in. So one of the things I'm doing to stay centered and grounded is simple. I'm following what one of my teachers and mentors, the late Angelus Arian, always taught her students, and that was spending at least one hour a day outdoors for a year will change your life. I, I always try to do that, and, and when I don't, I notice 
I notice a difference, especially if I just get caught up in and I'm not doing the things that I know are going to make me feel better. And being in nature is certainly one of those things. The other thing that has been important for me is rediscovering poetry from 13th century poets to 20th century poets and to 21st century poets, such as Amanda Gorman. She was the Youth Poet Laureate in uh, 2017, and her beautiful poem that she read at the Biden-Harris inauguration was so thoughtful and inspired and actually transcendent. I I loved it all. But one phrase really stood out for me, and that was, if we merge mercy with might— and might with right, then love becomes our legacy and change our children's birthright. Wow. Uh, You know, I've always believed that love is the ultimate healing salve. And one way we create more love in our life is through forgiveness, not only of others, but also ourselves. And, And we've talked about that a lot on both the television and radio show for years Her poem gave me so much hope for the future generations. She also made me want to read more good poetry. I've been a fan of Rumi since I discovered his work about 25 years ago. In fact, I loved it so much that I had an artist paint a couple of his poems on the walls of our office in San Francisco. So it was the first thing you saw when you entered. Uh, Rumi was a 13th century mystic and poet. And one of my favorite poems of his is a simple poem that I often quote or use when I'm counseling people or maybe to find common ground with someone. I find it very fitting for our times. It's titled Out Beyond Ideas. Out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing, there is a field. I'll meet you there. When the soul lies down in that grass, the world is too full to talk about. Ideas, language, even the phrase each other doesn't make any sense. Now, if we could all remember that our ideas of right and wrong are just that. They are our ideas. You know, my wish is that someday um, we can all meet in that field. I'm suggesting that connecting with good poetry might just bring you back to your center. If you've loved poetry but haven't integrated into your life lately, try rediscovering your favorite poems or finding new ones. And if you have never been exposed to poetry or interested in it, you just might discover something new and beautiful to add to your life. Or take a stab at writing some of your own even if it's just for you. We recently interviewed Professor of Psychiatry Norman Rosenthal on our Healing Quest radio show about his new book, Poetry Rx, and we highly recommend his book on the subject as Poetry for Healing. I love what he says. It's a balm for the mind and body and a vaccine for the soul. That's the kind of vaccine I like. I I also want to recommend a new book from my friend, author, teacher, and Unity Online radio show host of Ask Dr. Dream, Kelly Sullivan Walden. It's called Luminous Humanness. Love the title. 365 Ways to Grow and Glow. It was 14 years in the making, and the timing of its release seems to be pretty divine to me. It's full of inspiring insights and uplifting messages for each day of the year. Each day has a theme and an inspiration and an affirmation that can set the tone for your day. I'm going to close this week's podcast 
with the inspiration and affirmation for today from Luminous Humanness, available now on Amazon or at kellysullivanwalden.com. The title is Affluentia. The roots of the word affluence come from the Latin affluentia, meaning a flow to. Affluence means great wealth and abundance, like the impressive riches found by explorers from ancient days discovering new worlds. With affluentia in mind, you don't have to swim upstream any longer. You can let go, become fluid, and enjoy the current. And the affirmation for the day is, I am fluent in the language of affluence, and I allow the stream of life to carry me to its golden shore. You know, it's things like that. They're small things, but they can really lift our spirits and help us soar. Well, that's my show for today. I hope some of this resonates with you. You are listening to Wild Woman Wisdom on nowwithpurpose.com. For more episodes, please visit my website, wildwomanwisdom.org, and follow me on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. I'm Judy Ray, and I hope you all have a luminous day. I'm taming my inner critic You have no power over me I'm taming my inner critic Knowing my worth has finally set me